What's up, guys? It's Ross with the Hashtag Sweat and Sullen podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk a little bit about the motivation lie. So, one of the biggest things I hear from people, and I say this to myself all the time, too. I, you know, just, I guess it's the first word you think of is, you know, when you're not uh, feeling the energy you normally felt to doing something, you say, I just don't have the motivation. And, uh, like I said, I'm guilty of that myself. But I want to talk about what motivation really is, right? Um, so there's a motivational speaker, Mel Robbins. She says, motivation is garbage. And it's true. Um, motivation is not a permanent thing, right? So it's just like this temporary state that we have. Uh, maybe you woke up and you felt really good one morning. And, okay, I'm going to get this done and this done and this done. And, you know within a couple hours, you're like, oh, I'm ready for a nap, uh, I lost my, my go, and you just totally change from having, you know, this uppity moment where you're going to get all these things done to not being able to get on track and get anything done, right? So, uh, it's just a temporary state, it's going to appear, and then it's going to predictably disappear. It's not designed to last. If it doesn't last, you can't rely on it, which means if you're waiting for motivation to carry you through the work, you're going to be waiting a really long time. So you can't depend on motivation. It's the biggest thing people come to me about. I'm just not motivated to get into the gym. I'm just not motivated to get on top of my nutrition. Um, I get it. Like I, I've felt unmotivated quite a bit over the last couple of years with my own personal stuff going on. But it's not motivation that you're lacking. What you're lacking is drive. So you can't depend on motivation. Sure, you might feel motivated, but it's just short term, and eventually you're gonna come to like this post-motivation phase. And that's true of anything, whether it's um, a project that you're working on, maybe uh, it is fitness or, or nutrition related, it's gonna come to an end. But just because you lost your motivation doesn't mean you should just discontinue, right? Stopping is not a good choice. What you need to figure out is what that drive is. How, how can you get that motivation back? Building your life plans on motivation is like building a house on a block of ice in the springtime. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have a house. It just means you need a more solid foundation. So if you think about it, how does, if motivation is just temporary, how are there some people that are so productive, they're just go, 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 go all day long. And the difference is, is that either one, it's because of a commitment, like um, getting your kids ready for the bus in the morning, getting their lunches packed, making sure that they brush their teeth, right? Um, that's something, that's a commitment that you, you, it's not gonna get done by motivation, right? You just kinda have to go through the process. So maybe it's commitment, or maybe these people just have more drive, and they know how to tap into that. So we can talk about drive in a minute, but let's get to commitment. You have to start with a commitment to yourself. All right, and finding the why and the drive, all this will come into play. But like most things, um, you're gonna have resistance. It's this voice in our head that says, oh, I'm gonna take the day off today. I'm never gonna be able to do this. 
uh, it will do everything it can to keep you in your comfort zone. And if you've been following on our Instagram page, I'm, I'm trying to do some little project right now. Hopefully you guys can participate in um, with this Courage Over Comfort Challenge. And we're going to have two options every week where you can, you know, try to get outside your comfort zone. So anyway, you need to commit to taking action even when you don't feel like it, even when you doubt yourself, and even when you're scared. If you guys would like a contract, you can message me, email me, text me. Um, I'll give you this little commitment pledge that uh, I've, you know, a little document that I put together. Um, so a lot of times just psychologically when you sign your name to something, you're more likely to follow through. All right, so let's next talk about drive. What's drive? What's the difference between drive and motivation? Jim Ron, who's basically like the godfather of motivation and personality, says that motivation is like a shower. We recommend that you do both every single day. The same way that you should shower every single day, you should become motivated every single day. So what do I mean by motivated? Maybe it's reading a book that, expired, uh, that inspires you. Maybe it's listening to a podcast. Maybe it's watching videos. You have to get motivation. Motivation is like a spark. So if you're trying to start a fire, motivation can start that fire, but it doesn't keep it going. So you're, what you need to do is figure out how to keep it going, right? That's what drive is. How do we keep the motivation going? So um, it's like if we're saying that motivation is a spark, then drive is like the big dry log that you put on the fire and it burns the entire night. You've, you guys have probably been there, you've seen, you know, you wake up in the morning, you go out, and you're like, holy cow, that thing's still burning, right? That's the drive. That's what you need to create in your life. So you need motivation, but motivation isn't anything compared to drive. Drive is what keeps you going. Motivation just kind of gets you off the couch. So what's the difference between them? I already mentioned this earlier, motivation only lasts for a few minutes, but drive, a driven person has a sense of where they're going. You, I'm sure you've all met that person. You hear it when you talk to them. You can see it in their body language, right? There's, they have this spark. Um, think about like a Liam Nielsen. What's his name? Liam Nielsen? Nielsen? I don't know. Whatever his name is. That guy that like from Taken, that movie. Every movie he does, he's like this guy on the hunt, right? He's got that drive. Um, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop him. That's drive. You don't have to work towards it. You're almost kind of being pulled towards it. So motivation is like, oh, I got to get my ass moving. I got to force myself. And then it's force, force, force. Drive is like, I'm being pulled to this thing and I want that I want and nothing is going to stop me. Either I'm going to get it or I'm going to keep going and, you know, die trying. Now, finding your drive is something entirely different, right? So we have to figure out how exactly to get that. What is the why behind it? The goal is why they're trying to get to the goal. Does that make sense? The goal is why they're trying to get to the goal. If the why is strong enough, the how, how to do it, will reveal itself. When someone's driven, they don't care about the why. They don't care about the process. If you're a process-driven person, um, like me, uh, it's really hard to 
to start something because you're so busy. Okay, what well, all these little steps that you have to do. I got to do this and this and this and this, and then next thing you know, you didn't start anything. You're, and really, if you're, you know, if you're that driven towards something, you're just gonna go do it. You're just gonna start. You don't care about the process. All right, you're gonna, you're just gonna figure it out along the way. You have to have a strong why. So how do you find the why? There's a process. I forget the guy's name. Um, damn it, I meant to look it up. But it's called the seven levels of why. And basically you go through and ask yourself, why? 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 So you can get deeper and deeper for what you're searching for. Find the purpose of what you're working towards. For example, with um, getting in shape and losing weight, people, you know, people come to me, I, I want to look toned. Oh, you know, okay, you know, why? Well, because I just want to feel better about myself. Okay, but why? Because I want to look better naked in the mirror. Okay, why? Well, because, you know, I haven't had a date in forever. Okay, you know, that you got to dig deeper. A lot of times it's, you know, health-related. Well, I haven't been, been able to play with my children. Or, you know, my grandson or my daughter or whatever it is wanted to go outside and I, I couldn't even... You know jog next to them right maybe it's because you have your mother or your father have uh, recently had a, a, a you know a heart attack because they're too overweight and not taking care of themselves it's not just because I want to get healthier you know you don't people don't walk into a gym just out of nowhere after being totally inactive just because they want to look better in the mirror all right there's always something further behind it and that's what you need to figure out your why be behind whatever it is that you're seeking to do. Once you figure out your why, there's still gonna be decision making that has to happen. You're still gonna have to make decisions. As uh, Brad Dial says in one of his podcasts, no matter if our decisions are big or small, there's only one of two places that a decision can come from. One is fear. So if you look back at your life, how many things have you done or haven't done? Maybe you opened a business or changed careers. Maybe you didn't start that diet from a fitness program. Breakup, divorce, children, whatever it is, when you look back on the majority of, de of decisions that you've made in your life, would you say that those came from a place of fear or that they came from a place of personal power? For most people, decisions come from fear because we don't, want to step outside of our comfort zone. We don't want to challenge ourselves, push ourselves. We look for the easy way out, right? That's why people always, when they, in, in regard to fitness, I'll start Monday. In regard, in regard to diets, I'll start Monday. And then it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. I'll start tomorrow. And then it just repeats. That's why New Year's resolutions, you know, what is it? Some gigantic percentage never actually happen. People don't fall through. And those who do attempt to try to do something about it don't usually start until February or March. So maybe it's afraid, you know, maybe you're afraid to fail. Maybe you stayed at the same job forever because you're afraid of starting something new. But how are you ever going to get to where you really want to be if you don't make decisions and choices based on that drive? to put you where you want to be.
right? Nobody's gonna, you know, spoon feed you the perfect meal every single day and say, you have to eat this. A doctor's not gonna come to your house and stay with you all day and say, make sure you take this pill. You have to make a choice. Your choice needs to be made based on your whys on your drive, right? And finding that spark, you know, keep up with, I already mentioned this earlier, you know, read motivational stuff, listen to motivational stuff, watch motivational stuff, whatever it does against that fire and you burning, you need to do that multiple times to keep you on track. Something that I did um, that might help some of you when I, and some of you don't know my story, but uh, some of you probably heard it a couple times already. I had uh, you know, a brain tumor. I caught, I gained a hundred pounds as a result. And uh, I, was, I was actually pretty lean prior to that whole thing happening. I was, I wanted to become a bodybuilder before I knew what assholes most of them were and you know, the physique thing, whatever. Anyway, losing a lot, all that weight was a really tough process. And it's really hard to stay, you know, motivated as some of you say, or keep your drive. And for me, what I did was I had pictures of like the ideal physique. This might sound cheesy, but what I wanted to get back to what I wanted to look like. And I would put one everywhere. I would put a picture in my car. I would put one on the refrigerator anywhere. Uh, I put one in the mirror in the bathroom. I mean, I, I had at least four or five of these as just a constant reminder as something that kept me motivated. You know, because the, the more you see things, listen to things, do things that, that inspire that drive in you, uh, the more likely you're out to fall through. So um, to me, that, that was a lot easier to stay on track when having that constantly like in my face, the visual of what I was looking for. And in regard to staying on track, a lot of times that means just writing it down, scheduling things. If you're listening to this podcast, um, I am. We are going to be starting. Iron Oak Fitness is going to be starting a uh, change for 2021. All right, it's just a personal challenge. Anyone, member or not, is welcome to do it. I will post links for this um, on our social media platforms. Uh, I think I can actually do that in the podcast app as well. But um, you know, putting it down, writing it down, makes you more committed. And there's a lot of different tools that you can use now, especially with all the phone apps on how, you know, how to be better at goal setting and how to be better at making yourself accountable for uh, completing tasks. And I'm going to put a bunch of links to those in the descriptions if I can, but I'll mention a couple of them here too. All right. So according to a 2016 study published in the Journal of Psychology Bulletin, keeping track of little successes is much more sustainable than always and only focusing on an end game that seems so far off. In other words, set goals, write them down, track your progress, and position yourself to be far more successful in reaching those milestones than if you were just to skip the first three steps. So one of the apps uh, that I would look into is called Strides. Strides lets you track anything you want, good habits, bad habits, targets, milestones, savings, exercise, it's very basic and basically it's just for checking off a box that you did something. Another habit-based app is called uh, Hab- Habitica, I guess it's pronounced, um, where product- productivity is made into a game. I haven't used either of these two, just so you know, 
Um, but with the second one there, you get rewards and punishments, and you can even make it like into a game with your friends. One, uh, one app that I have, but I'm still kind of working to fully figure out how to use, is called Todoist. It's great if you're just trying to check a box, but also um, if you have something more in depth. So it allows you to create the to-do list, but um, you can do like sub things. And if you're a visual person like me, it's nice to see like for projects and stuff, you know, all those sub tasks that you have to do to complete one thing. You can even make grocery lists, you can share it with others, you can graph out how well you're staying on track. All right, um, another app that I've used is called Done. It's just a really simple habit tracker. And if you're more of a pen and paper person, which I, I kind of, like I go back and forth with this for myself all the time. I have tried a couple of productivity journals in the past. Um, I've used the full focus planner. And again, I'll put links for these in the descriptions and in the text if you're, if you're reading the uh, transcript of this. But it's gonna be, it, the full focus planner is $40 for a 90 day planner. There's an emphasis on annual goals and it kind of walks you through each day with a weekly objective and actions that need to take place to make those goals come come to a reality. It also has a calendar and daily schedule. They both have a calendar and daily schedule. The best self journal, it's a little bit cheaper. It's $32 for 90 days. Um, it also, like I said, also includes a calendar and daily schedule and it has additionally daily and weekly tasks to help you keep moving toward a final goal. Both journals include a habit tracking section. I'd suggest looking at the formats before you guys decide to buy one or the other. Um, I, I kind of lean toward, I think more towards the fo full focus planner. I previously used the best self and then I went to the full focus and then I, I re recently ordered the best self again, just returned it just because I the format, I didn't care for the new format that they have. Uh, that's just me and I'm super, if anybody knows me, I'm super OCD and like things a certain way and it just I don't know, annoyed me but they're both really good I'm sure most people would be fine with it uh, if you go to their website you can check out all kinds of pictures on that a couple of other options for those who have a, a need to manage lots of projects that include data and whatnot like links images documents I love using Evernote I also just recently started using monday.com um, it's a great combination together and uh, if you are taking our change for 21 uh, change for 2020 Jesus that's hard to say 2021 um, challenge it's just an individual challenge but we are also going to be um, working on habit stacking and scheduling and um, some self-gratitude gratitude towards others daily journal I'll give you guys you know daily journal prompts all kinds of stuff we'll be cutting out social media um, talking about how to keep yourself motivated all right workouts nutrition sleep all kinds of good stuff but hopefully you guys uh, got some good nuggets of information out of this, and uh, I'd love to get some feedback from you, so please go ahead and send me some messages. Thanks.